Welcome to Top Shelf Podcast. I'm Kevin Allen, the hockey columnist at USA Today, flying solo because uh, hockey editor Jimmy Haskup uh, is off today, and he'll be back uh, next week. Uh, I'm uh, in Columbus, where I've been all week, uh, reporting on the... uh, the happenings of the Team USA that will compete in the World Cup. This starts September 17th in Toronto. Uh, This week the big storylines have been uh, John Tortorella, the coach, saying that he would bench uh, any player who uh, didn't stand for the national anthem. I don't anticipate that would happen, but if they do, that's what John says he's going to do. Uh, The other element is uh, Tortorella says he's not quite sure who his starting goalie will be uh, in in the tournament many you can choose from Jonathan Quick of the Kings or Ben Bishop of the Tampa Bay Lightning or Corey Schneider of the New Jersey Devils and of course all of those are are, are great options for him so I, I don't think the um, Americans are too concerned about their goaltending but before we go any further I have a couple of interviews with uh, two uh, important people uh, with regard to the U.S. Uh, team moving forward defenseman John Carlson of the Washington Capitals um, he'll be one of the, the key players on the American team and general manager Dean Lombardi, usually the general manager of the L.A. Kings, but serving as GM of this Team USA. So here are these interviews. I'm with Washington Capitals defenseman John Carlson, who uh, normally is the mainstay for the Capitals defense, but he's also very important cog on Team USA as we enter the World Cup uh, starting September 17th. And I guess the first question, John, is, is now that you've been with this group for a while, does it look uh, the way you thought it would look as you guys start to work together? Um, yeah, I mean, I, we kind of all knew um, what was expected of us in terms of intensity and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's just nice to get a few days to mesh with the, the group of guys and uh, a little um, getting a little bit familiar with uh, some of the little nuances of the game that we're going we're gonna to play. And um, I think we're all excited and, and moving in the right direction. Yeah, when this uh, roster was constructed, it was clear that uh, they were paying homage to the fact the game would be playing on a North American rank and not the wider European surface, um, adding more physical players, guys with a little more grit and size. Uh, um, do you see that uh, you know coming together here in the in the pre-tournament practices? Yeah, I, th- I think we want to have um, you know that grit factor, that intensity, and um, you know ne- never let anybody off the hook. And uh, if that's the mentality that, that the coaches want, that's what we're going to bring and that's what we're going to do on the A. So, um, you know, whatever it takes, we're all here for one reason, and that's the win. So uh, we'll fall into place uh, just like they, they want us to and, and go from there. I think fans of the game are accustomed, obviously, now to seeing NHL players in the Olympics and the, uh, you know, the sort of the intensity of international competition. The World Cup uh, is, uh, even though we've had it in the past, is still a little bit new because we don't know, you know, uh, how it's going to sort of play out. But is the feeling the same as uh, as getting ready for the Olympics, getting ready for this? Yeah, obviously, the different different times of year are, are a little bit different in terms of preparation and. Um, you know, you don't go, go really go and practice with your team before this, whereas the Olympics is in pretty much uh, the middle of the year. So in that sense, it's a, it's a lot different, but um, it's nice to kind of this be the first thing on our plate, um, our minds fresh of everything else and, and load up with the information that we need for this tournament. And then, uh, you know, at post-tournament, everybody meshes back in with their their own groups and their own teams and and does the, the their own things in that regard 
one of the more intriguing uh, guys on the roster is Big uh, Dustin Bufflin, uh, who all came close to making the 2014 Olympic team and they decided not to take him, but he's on this team and with his big shot and his intimidating presence gives this team a different look. Can you just talk about his evolution as a player? Yeah, I mean, he's been a, he's been a great, great player for a long time in this league and, um, you know, he can skate like the wind with his, the size that he is and, um, you know, his gifts, his assets that he has offensively and, you know, checking wise and defensively, it's, uh, you know, he, he can do it all. So it's, uh, it's good to have him on our side. That's for sure. Uh, how scary is that shot is? I've been watching in practice and he can bring it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I think I've taken a few of those, uh, unsuspectingly. So, um, you know, look, looking forward to not, not having to step in the way of that one. Like, what are the keys uh, for this team to be successful? When you look around, there's so much talent in this tournament, and you know clearly the uh, you know the Americans have to play their game, as John Tortorella says, um, uh, to to be successful. But you know, if you had to list some of the things you need to accomplish to um, compete for a gold medal, what would it be? I just think uh, you know playing all facets of the game. Really, I don't I don't know if one thing is going to help us win more than the other. I think we're uh, a complete game team we got to play the full the full length of the game never never let off the gas and just bring the energy and passion that we have in the, in the room with what uh you know the coaches want to want us to do and um you know capitalize on our chances and get up the ice and be aggressive speaking of coaching obviously john tortorella has a reputation for being a really tough coach but what's your first impressions of him yeah no absolutely he's a tough coach he uh he demands a uh, high intensity, high uh, work ethic, practices and games and all that, and that's great. I think um, you know there's a lot, a lot of coaches around the league like that, but um, certainly he probably has the the biggest reputation for that. Uh, so speaking of reputations, uh, Jack Johnson has been called you know Captain America because he's been so involved in the national team programs and really gets pumped up for playing. What's it like to have sort of his super patriotism in the dressing room? Yeah, it's great. Everybody that, you know, I feel like uh seen a lot of these guys over the years at certain things. And, um, you know, it's it's awesome when you all come together to play for your country. And it's a, it's a tremendous honor. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much for your time. All right, thanks. with uh, Dean Lombardi, who's normally the general manager of Los Angeles Kings, but now he's in the role of general manager of uh, Team USA, who's preparing for the World Cup that will start September 17th. And Dean, the first question is, now that you've watched this team that you've put together, does it look uh, the way you assumed it would? Well, as soon as you get over the first part, there's like a GM fantasy camp when you see all this talent in one place. Um, you know, it's still a little early to tell, but in terms of the um, what I'm sensing, what's most important is that they're coming together as a team. Um, you know, it's our primary focus about people accepting roles and coming in here with energy and purpose, and I definitely sense that. You know, in terms of now, you know, getting them up to speed quickly, it's it's very difficult when you only have four days for two back-to-back or back-to-back games, but. Uh, it's been great here in Columbus. The setup is absolutely perfect. So right now, I'd have to say so far, so good. 
you know, it was pretty clear when you uh, built this roster, anyone who looked at it closely, that uh, you anticipated this is going to be a very physical, intense uh, tournament. You know, you have a lot of guys who play with a lot of grit and, um, and heart. Uh, did you sort of change the perspective from, you know, you helped build the 2014 team, which was played on a much wider ice. Did that, uh, you know, lead you to decide you needed to build a different team? Well, it's like I've said all along that once we looked at it a year ago that in order to, we had to have strength collectively and um, if we felt we had the best chance to win this thing and that, the two buzzwords were always team and identity. Um, but it certainly helped to have at our, you know, available to us, you know, talented players that have a physical and uh, dimension. That said, you can't underestimate the talent, guys like you know Pacioretty, Patrick Kane, Pavelski, uh, Parisi. I mean, you go right down down the line there. So um, I think it's a pretty good mix. But clearly, we went into this with an identity idea, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Also, I think the smaller rink, um, and then also going and having to play in Canada, lends itself that uh, you better be ready to play at a um, you know a certain type game. I think we're all trying to get a handle on what this uh, World Cup uh, is going to be like, uh, you know, because I think this is the start of uh, what's expected to be many World Cup tournaments. Does it feel any different than the Olympics for you? I mean, is it uh, the same in terms of the way you prepare or the way you look at it? It is one of the questions, like I just asked Brian today. I mean, where is this team dynamic compared to Sochi and Vancouver? It was one of the things, you know, when I interviewed players back last August to tell me what went right, what went wrong, and... Uh, try to learn from that. So um, to really say it's it's different, I'm not sure. But the, the one thing I was concerned about, I'll, I'll be quite honest when they asked me to do the job, was, you know, things are different, you know, in terms of, um, in, in, you know, there's whenever progress is made, there's still, um, it's kind of just what you said. Are the players going to approach this like 96 or, because it's not the Olympics or whatever, is it going to be a, a glorified all-star game? And, you know, it was one of the things that I, I felt that, you know, wanted to be clear. And the greatest thing is I clearly know that these players are serious about this um, and, you know, develop that 96-type attitude. So, you know, whether it's different from the Olympics or, or whatever, I'm, I'm not really sure, but... Um, you know, bottom line is I like where they are in terms of their, not only their physical, but their mental outlook. One of the more intriguing intriguing players on the roster is uh, Dustin Bufflin. Um, your decision to take him, his big shot, his intimidating presence, uh, uh, obviously his game has evolved. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, you know, he was certainly a candidate for, for the Olympics. And um, just what you said, his game continues to evolve. Um, like so many of these kids, too, we forget how much um, they mature when they get in their mid-20s and start getting a little older. Um, and I think he's a classic example that this is a serious player now, and he's one of the most feared players in the league for a lot of reasons. And when you talk about identity, um, this is a big, strong man who clearly fits the identity we wanted to build. Um, and he can do so many things for you. Like you look at the power play that was out there yesterday and look at that teed up on the side. That changes the whole, that demands that penalty kill and the change its whole cycle, so to speak. And now it opens up Kane and Pavelski and all these other guys. So um, 
again, this guy's not vanilla. He, he stands for something like every other player. He's got strengths and weaknesses, but you know where he's coming from, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of, of identity, Jack Johnson, Captain America's back, uh, who brings a lot of patriotism and passion uh, uh, to the roster as well. Yeah, I think it's with both those kids. One, one of the things that struck me when I did my research is, you know, we looked back, when you looked back at Vancouver and we played Canada, Jack Johnson played over 20 minutes and Eric was right behind him. And these kids were 22, 23 years old at the time. And, you know, that's that's pretty special. And now, obviously, some things, you know, like happens to a lot of young players, I mean, they might have some struggles in dealing with success and, you know, they kind of fell off a little, but um, you know, you just couldn't. I just felt when I started this, we can't write these kids off just because we didn't take them the last time, and we did a lot of work on them, watched their game, and the thing that struck me the most is when we talked to them prior to when we made the first selection and they weren't in it, and the dialogue we had, and then when we finally said we're going to take these two, and John and I traveled to Minnesota to sit them both down. And the thing that struck me, it's, it's almost like a classic case of, um, you know, when you've had something and it's taken away and now you're getting it back, I think their enthusiasm is just what I expected. It's going to be off the charts. Uh, they totally appreciate in terms of what that jersey means now. And, um, you know, so it was a combination. Not only these guys really good players, but sometimes when something's taken away and now you, get, you appreciate it a little more. And I don't think there's any doubt that you look at probably two of the most pumped up players out there are those two guys. So I, I would say anyone who looked at the roster is going to say one of the strengths of your team is, is your goaltending. How nice was it to have uh, you know pretty good options for, for three goalies there? Yeah, no, no question about it. And obviously to be close to the, you know, Jonathan, who we all know is a winner and knows how to rise to the occasion. But like you say, with Schneider and, and Bishop, that's, that's a... That's no problem there. Uh, it's one of certainly one of the strengths of this team. Uh, what's the difference between being an NHL GM and being GM of this team? Are, are you just as nervous, you think, uh, with this, uh, how this team will perform? Yeah, I, I already got into my pacing act already. It's pretty much, um, and like I said, quite frankly, you know, like we've talked about it, you know, I had relatives or whatever went to Vietnam and things like that. and quite frankly, what have we ever really done for our country? And if there's a small thing that maybe we can do um, for our country, I, I take this as a huge responsibility and because it is one of the few chances you actually get to really do something for your country. So, you know, John Kennedy said, that's not what your country can do for you, but what you do for your country, well, this is one chance to do something. So, no, I look at this very, very seriously. And like anything else, there's no doubt that I think we can at least look ourselves in the mirror and say we did the best we could, you know, so uh, in terms of putting it together, but we still got a lot of work to do. Uh, and what do you think the team, uh, maybe three things it needs to do in order to be successful in, in this tournament? One, be a team. Um, no agendas, everybody accept their roles. Um, you know, that's first and foremost, be the best you can be. Um, and then, you know, I think, well, I don't want to go into um, what John's going to do, but I know the way John wants to play and, you know, make sure everybody's on board now physically with the way we have to play to be successful, which, you know, I, obviously there's a physical dimension, but I know 
what John's thinking in terms of you know playing to our strengths and so make sure you're dialed in and everybody you know knows exactly what they're supposed to do so um, I, I, I think but I just keep come back to the most important thing is getting pride in that jersey and that's going to take you a long way from any of your physical liabilities perfect thank you very much Dean Well, that was uh, interesting insight from both Carlson and Lombardi talking about, uh, you know, where the U.S. team is at as it heads in um, to the tournament. Um, I, I think uh, there's a little bit of a mystery about uh, the World Cup tournament, even though it's been around for a long time. It started, of course, as the Canada Cup many years ago, and there were many great moments in the Canada Cup history. Everyone remembers the, the great Mario Lemieux goal set up uh, you know, by Wayne Gretzky many, many years ago, of course, and in 1996, the Americans uh, had a memorable uh, triumph uh, in Montreal to win that, that World Cup, uh, a great goal by Tony Amani that certainly goes down in uh, American history as one of the top uh, goals by American player but you know it's it's been a while since we've had a World Cup played on a regular basis so I think people are still trying to figure out you know where where we are now in terms of the competition level and I think most people uh, uh, most fans who are knowledgeable would assume that it would be on par with the uh, Olympic competition but I thought it was interesting today right after practice uh, U.S. coach John Tortorella said you know he thinks that it's that it's possible that the competition is even going to be greater than what we see at the Olympic Games because all the teams in this tournament um, have NHL caliber um, talent. They're, they're all NHL players for the most part. There are a few non-NHL players, but for the most part, it's all NHL talent. And at the Olympic Games, of course, you know we see teams that don't have many NHL players. But uh, to, to accomplish that, uh, the NHL and the NHL Players Association uh, have implemented sort of a, a, a gimmick approach to a couple of teams. We have a Team Europe comprised of players who aren't from the traditional uh, teams that we associate with international hockey. They're not from Russia, Czech Republic, Sweden, or Finland. Um, they're players like uh, Ansi Kopitar from Slovenia and Zdeno Chara, uh, who's from Slovakia, or Roman Yossi, the Predators' fine defenseman who is from Switzerland. Um, they'll be the key players on a European team that I, I think looks pretty good on paper. Uh, and they'll be in the same division uh, as Canada and the U.S., and only two uh, teams from that bracket, uh, of course, will advance uh, to the semifinals. But the team that I think everyone is talking about is the 23-and-under the North American team. And uh, this is basically the top young stars in the game today, you know, assembled all on one team. It's guys like the great Connor McDavid, uh, uh, you know, the, the super young and talented player of the Edmonton Oilers, or Jack Eichel uh, of the Buffalo Sabres, uh, uh, and uh, Dylan Larkin of the Detroit Red Wings, uh, uh, Johnny Goudreau of the Calgary Flames. And, you know, by me listing those names, uh, you can see that this prob this concept probably hurt the, the U.S. varsity team, if we can call it that, because uh, Goudreau, for sure, and Brandon Saad, who is also on that 23-and-under team, would have undoubtedly made this uh, uh, U.S. varsity team had they not been uh, obligated to play for the 23-and-under team. And uh, I, I think if you're a little bit scared that this highly talented team um, you know, might knock off your Canadian or your U.S. team, uh, please note that they could only meet if uh, this, this team 
the U23 team and uh, either Canada or U.S. makes it to the semifinals, then it's possible that they could meet. Um, and, you know, it's a scary proposition because there's a lot of terrific players on this 23 and under team. Now, it's interesting, of course, is because for years in the NHL, we always say that uh, uh, experience is paramount to success, particularly in the postseason. So if this 23 and under team has success in the World Cup, uh, what does that say? Does it, does it mean that we were wrong all those years and that uh, that experience isn't as quite as important as uh, as we thought it is? So, you know, it, it is interesting, and it'll be interesting to see how fans sort of react to this. Uh, in the beginning, I think there was a lot of criticism of this new concept, but as time has worn on, as we've moved closer, I think people are intrigued by the idea of seeing uh, how this team is going to perform. So uh, that'll be one element I think we'll all be watching. And with regard to how competitive this U.S. team um, truly is, uh, what I would say is, is that to me it's similar to what uh, I remember happening in 2010 before the Vancouver Olympic uh, Games. Uh, much like um, that 2010 team, this team is not listed among the favorites to win this tournament. Um, everyone believes that Canada is the overwhelming favorite uh, and that uh, Russia and Sweden are in the next uh, two spots, and then perhaps it's the Americans after that. But that was very similar to 2010, and, and it was a similar style of team. That 2010 team was built with the idea that uh, it was going to be a real team and then an all-star team. And what happened in 2010 is, you know, everybody played their role at a very high level and did so consistently. And the next thing you know, the Americans were in the gold medal game where they eventually lost to Canada. And I think that sort of situation could happen uh, this year for the World Cup. This team uh, was designed and built with the idea that it was going to be a team. And uh, uh, it, there was heavy emphasis on the guys um, who could play the the uh, uh, you know the tough physical roles. Um, you know the bottom two lines were, were going to be uh, lines that were more about uh, playing solid defensively and uh, a real physical game, and perhaps the top two lines, you know, would be scoring lines. And the defense was built with the idea of. Uh, uh, of being able to handle the bigger Canadian forwards. Jack Johnson, Eric Johnson are both heavy players. Uh, Dustin Bufflin is 260 pounds. Uh, these are guys that are going to be able to handle uh, a very physical game, which I, I think we're going to see in this tournament because it's played on North American ice. Uh, you know, the Sochi tournament, you, we, we won't be able to compare it to that because that was played on an international sheet, which is 15 feet wider, much more room for skating. Now we're going to be on an NHL sheet. There's no place to hide, so it's going to be a very physical uh, tournament to be sure. Uh, and then the other important element for the Americans is, and I started out to, uh, talking about this, is going to be the goaltending. That's certainly a strength for the Americans. Uh, all three of those goalies, as I mentioned, uh, Bishop and Quick and Corey Schneider, are all capable of being elite-level uh, performers. Um, you know, my guess is still that Jonathan Quick is the uh, would be given the first shot, but but who knows? Uh, you know, Tortorella said uh, recently that uh, uh, he hadn't really made up his mind, and you know he could certainly go with uh, Schneider or Bishop, who both of whom had tremendous seasons uh, last year. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Ben Bishop, uh, you know, had a 206 goals against average and a 926 save percentage, and of course has uh, a lot of playoff experience and. 
Corey Schneider, I thought, was, uh, uh, you know, essential, critical, maybe even uh, most important for the type of uh, comeback season that the New Jersey Devils had. So um, my uh, final assessment of the of the uh, of this team is is that uh, I think they do have a shot um, to um, you know get into the final. Uh, you know, is it likely? Probably not, but I do like this team. And that'll wrap it up uh, for this week. We'll be back next week. And make sure everyone subscribes and downloads and rates us at iTunes and listens and downloads on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Audioboom. Jimmy Haskup will be back uh, next week, and we'll be talking more about the World Cup and perhaps uh, um, getting involved in discussion of the start of training camps, which are right around the corner. This is Kevin Allen signing off.